Hello, folks. Thank you for listening to Christ Church at Grow Farm Sermon Podcast. As we enter into Holy Week, we will be hearing messages from our Maundy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Sunday services. If you would like more information about Christ Church at Grow Farm, or would like to connect with our pastors, staff, or ministry leaders, I would encourage you to visit our website, ccgf.org. Enjoy the messages from this week. Grace and peace to you. Jesus said, Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by the casting of lots. As we begin this journey this evening, we will reflect on the first words that Jesus shares from the cross. In the midst of excruciating pain, Jesus speaks. He has been convicted in a corrupt court, embarrassed and tortured. Jesus has now completed his journey to Golgotha, where he joins two criminals and is lifted on a cross. It's hard to imagine the amount of evil that Jesus has endured up until this point. He has been the center of attention for a supernatural amount of hate and for no reason at all. And as they hurt Jesus, listen to his response. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. What an amazing sentence. But even more, what an amazing expression of strength and love from our Lord. Jesus was always teaching, and here he is teaching us again, even from the cross. Jesus shows us where to go in our moments of need. Often, when we are frightened or when we are in pain, we do not know where to go in life. Some will naturally rely on themselves and try to solve the issue that is at hand. Others will share their concerns with anyone who will listen to seek comfort or advice. Some may flee in fear. Some might prepare for a fight. But Jesus shows us where to go when we have need in our lives. With his first words, he turns to the only one who knows. He turns to the only one that can intervene, his Father. What a reminder for us today that there is one that we can turn to in the, the most desperate of moments, that there is one who hears when we call. Jesus shows us where to go in our moments of need. You see, pain is a way of making us focus on ourselves. If one has a broken arm, they, they might protect that arm when they're walking through a crowd. If one has a broken heart, they may be more focused on what they have lost than what is ahead. Pain as a way of drawing our attention inward, of putting the spotlight on ourselves. When one is in great pain, they might find it impossible to think of others, but not Jesus. Here in this moment of 
unimaginable pain, physical pain, but also spiritual pain. We were talking about this earlier this afternoon as pastors and what it feels like to have spiritual pain in your life, guilt for a sin that maybe you've committed or remorse from a time which you wish you could choose another path. Those moments in life that we're not proud of, which we don't want to focus on in life, that kind of pain. I can barely bear the pain of my own sin. Might as well the sin of someone else. But here in this moment, Jesus doesn't bear the pain of his own sin. He has none. He bears the pain of all. The sin of the world. Here in this moment of unimaginable pain, Jesus' prayer is not for comfort. It's not to be relieved. His prayer is for those who are actually hurting him. Can you imagine the strength? Can you imagine the selfless love that it would take to pray for those in this moment that are actually hurting you? Pain is a way of making us focus on ourselves. But here Jesus shows his strength. He shows his love by praying for others in his time of need. Last, Jesus shows us our greatest need. Our greatest need. As a Jewish man, Jesus would have understood the truth that sin leads to death. He experienced this as a young boy in Luke chapter 2 when his parents brought him to be presented at the temple and he witnessed the sacrifice of two doves or two pigeons. This disturbing reminder would visually remind him of the seriousness of sin that our disobedience has consequences in eternity and today. What an interesting reminder for the only one who did not need a sacrifice, for the only one who has never sinned in our world. However, Jesus understood our need, that while he did not need an atoning sacrifice, those around him actually did. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 2, Scripture says that he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but for the sins of the whole world. You see, friends, it is through this path of pain that we find life. It is through this path of pain that Jesus goes on that we find forgiveness. And it is through this path of pain that we can be born again. I was blessed to be present for the birth of both of my daughters. As we look back on those days, there's joy in the events of those days. However, 
when I look at that, those days before the joy, I remember the pain. I remember the toil. I remember the anguish that my wife Rochelle went through for hours to bring my girls into this world. That day was not an easy day. That day was not a peaceful day. day. That day was a hard day. It was full of screams. It was full of blood. It was full of hours of pain that eventually led to joy. Let us pause now in this moment and let us remember the labor of our Lord. Friends, this is not a quiet moment. It is a loud one. The screams of those in pain cannot be missed. Listen to the insults that are cast upon Jesus. Hear the weeping. And notice the evil in this moment. This is truly the beginning of the darkest day that our earth has ever seen. And in this moment, in this terrible, terrible moment, there is one who speaks a message of peace. There is one who speaks a message of love. There is one who forgives. Father, Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Let us pray. O merciful God, grant me yet again your forgiveness. Forgive and cleanse me from my sins. And blot them out of your book of your remembrance. Give me faith. So to lay hold of your own holiness and so to rejoice in the righteousness of Christ my Savior, that resting on his merits rather than on my own, I may more and more become conformed to his likeness. My will becoming one with his in obedience to your will. And all of this I ask for his holy name's sake. Amen. <laughs>